Hello and welcome back to Review from the Terraces. Um, this week, uh, hosted by Gwyn Roberts, Deputy Head of Sport, joined by Rahul. How are you doing, mate? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, no bad, thanks. And also joined for his uh, third appearance on the show, I think. Yeah, Nelson. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Pleasure to be back. Thanks for yeah, having it's me. Good, good to have you on. Good to have you on. Um, I bet you enjoyed the week, the whole, uh, with fo- footballing-wise. Absolutely. Um, Fantastic Especially week. that game on Wednesday. Like, I mean, scored a few goals against Leeds. Um, <laughs> you, six, yeah. Yeah, you say you didn't watch the game live, but I'm sure you've seen the highlights. And oh, absolutely. Impressive. Yeah, I was quick to watch them back, and I was, yeah, amazed by the attacking fluency in the team. I think they're in a really, really good moment at the moment, Liverpool. Yeah, do you reckon you can continue to fight on all fronts? Definitely, definitely. I think the depth in the squad is there. Um, but yes, it'd be good to have Diogo Jota and Roberto Firmino back. Um, but the depth is there in the squad now, so I think, yeah, you can challenge on all fronts. Do you have the, you have the depth for that? Yeah, definitely. I think the signing of Diaz has really, really yeah. strengthened the team. And I think um, the likes of Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott coming back from injury now, it's the strongest I've ever seen Liverpool's squad, personally, uh, under Klopp. So, yeah, I'm very optimistic about the rest of the season now. Yeah, I guess with the title race, it was looking like City were like running away with it and it was inevitable they were going to win a title. But now, what, three points? Yeah, three points now. Same, same amount of games played. And obviously a massive game at the Etihad on the 9th of April. So I think that's going to be that's going to be huge. But yeah, Liverpool just have to keep winning because I think this is uh, the moment for City. They'll, they'll pick it back up again. They're, they're not going anywhere. So I think it's still going to be very intense between now and the end of the season. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to win most, most games? To be honest oh yeah, the vast majority. And I think that game at the Etihad is absolutely massive. Liverpool needs to get at least a draw out of that game. There are some tough games coming up as well, isn't there? Um, you play United or is that City playing United at some point? Um, um, yeah, Liverpool have still got United to play at home. Obviously, um, but Liverpool have played both their games against Chelsea now. Played both their games against Tottenham, I believe. Um, but yeah, there's still United at home, City away. Arsenal. I believe West Ham at home as well. Um, yeah, Merseyside derby at home, I believe. Yeah, another Merseyside derby, obviously. So yeah, some s- crucial games to play. But yeah, the depth in the squad is there, and yeah, I'm I'm optimistic for the rest of the season. Yeah, if you have to take one trophy, which one would you take? If one trophy, yeah, this season. Difficult to say, but I'd go for the Champions League. I think Liverpool have got the best chance of winning the Champions League. I think, personally, it suits Liverpool better. Um, and it's the, it's the biggest competition there. I think Liverpool have got such a rich history with the Champions League, the European Cup. I'd take the Champions League. Yeah. Rahul, do you feel like Liverpool can maintain the title charge to the end? Yeah, I think they can. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like Nelson spoke about, the depth. Um, and clearly, they're going to get better and better. Um, Luis Diaz, the signing, he's... Looks like he's been a Liverpool player for a long time. Uh, it just goes to show, you know, how good, how well they recruit. Um, yeah, I'm sure, you know, at one point we thought the title race is done, but now the gap is three. And um, Liverpool's goal difference is now better by four goals. Um, so I think they'll keep City on the toes till the end. And that game at the Etihad is going to be massive. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's going to be interesting, I feel. Yeah, I think City are going to keep winning. So, it's just about whether Liverpool can keep winning as well. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot oh. of hallmarks of that 2018-19 yeah. season. Yeah. The City hunting Liverpool down. Um, seems like the roles are slightly reversed in this case. But, yeah, I think it could be very in- in- intense between now and the end of the season. Both teams fighting toe for toe. Um, going for three points each week. But, yeah, that, that game the Etihad is absolutely massive. And yeah. Horribly decisive. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll come back to a League Cup in a bit or at the end to just predict that but um, we'll go a bit Champions League there was the um, some more first legs of the Champions League this week some big games big results um, Rahul Atletico Madrid won 
Manchester United won. <laughs> did you watch it live? I did. I did. Was it stressful? It was um, stressful and very frustrating. What was the performance like? Because I, I didn't watch it live. It I've seen the highlights. Uh, the first half was just terrible. Um, misplaced passes. Um, should have been 2 down by the end of the first half. Um, some really strange set of events. They hit the crossbar. Um, I still can't believe they didn't score that. And then they hit the, I think they hit the post uh, in the second half as well. So should have been 3 nil down, somehow 1-1. Uh, I mean, no complaints, but that's really undeserved draw going into uh, the second leg. Even without, even though there's no away goals, um, still to go, come back to home, um, you know, with it level. Um, hopefully, you know, the fans get behind them. Even if it goes to extra time, extra half an hour in front of the home fans I think will make a big difference yeah what are your thoughts on I mean Nelson coming to you first mm-hmm. on away goals the whole that they've taken away this year yeah there's almost I feel there's less like, motivation then to go and push for that goal if you're away from home yeah I would say before I mean a one-all draw the away, the away sides got the advantage mm-hmm. a nil-nil draw completely in a balance but now yep. you could draw four roll or nil nil and it's completely the same. Yeah. And same with if you're if you're home and you win two one, I'd say that's quite in the balance. Yes. Obviously you got you got the advantage, you're ahead, but it's still quite in the balance. But now there's no difference between winning two one and one nil. Yeah, yeah. Because one nil is a very solid win before home. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a very interesting change and I think it, it could favour the likes of Man City, I think, going forwards in the competition. I think it favours the teams that score more goals. Mm. Liverpool? Um yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think likes of Bayern Munich as well. So yeah, it's certainly an interesting change, and I think it's a positive change in the sense that uh, I remember. You think it's a positive change? Yeah, I think in the sense that I remember a good few years ago, the likes of Atletico, for example, they'd be very successful in the Champions League, and of course deserving to get to the latter stages. But many games, they'd be going away to completely park the bus, sit behind the ball for that away goal, and then they'd be relying on their sort of fortress, their home form, maybe in the second leg to see them through. Um, so they just only go out for one goal. So I think it forces teams to come out more and play more exciting attacking football. But then again, if you're away from home, there's less urge to go for that goal. So it might, it might yeah, like, take point. away the motivation. Yeah, because there's a risk. You don't want to get absolutely Yeah, because uh, if you're like 1-0 down, nice. down, or say you're like 2-0 down, you're thinking, we go and make a goal here away from home. It's massive. But then you're 2-0 down, you think at the same time, if we go for a goal now, we might concede third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. And it'd be pointless. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But I think at, at, at the same time, I always found it hard to take, at least um, I think for a lot of teams, it's hard to take going out, having scored the same amount of goals, but just less, less away goals. I think that's, mm. that, that's tough to take, particularly if, if a team has been doing really well and then all of a sudden a team scores a late away goal and completely, completely changes, the, changes the tie. Because um, I think we've had the away goals rule for quite a long time now. So yeah. I think it's good to see a change. But I, I know what you mean. We've kind of grown, strangely grown accustomed to the away goals rule. Mm. Well, what are your thoughts? I mean, personally, I think it depends what you want from knockout football. You want the best team to go through or you want, you want a bit of jeopardy, which I think the away goals rule brought. Um, the fact that, you know, a team could go or you could lose as in one goal, one away goal in the second leg changes everything and you could go from, you know, what you need to do, complete changes, you may need to score now two goals to stay in the tie. I think... Um, like I mentioned last week, you know, all the great European ties in the last few years have been because of away goals. Um, I think when Monaco beat City, uh, when you know Spurs, um, the Spurs City game a few years ago, mm. um, PSG, Barca, of course, um, Roma, 
those Roma games. Yeah, they're all um, involved. When United beat PSG two, three years ago, that was because of away goals. Um, yeah. Um, I think it keeps uh, you know weaker sides in the in the in the tie for a bit more longer. Um, but I guess you know with all rule changes, there's a bit of uh, frustration when it comes, and then you know get used to it. Yeah. I mean, for the, for this week particularly, I would have I would have preferred away goals. Yeah, of yeah. course. But when it favours your team, you want it. When he doesn't, of course, then you, of course. I mean, you look yeah. back to 2010 United by Munich. I bet you would like think, oh, no away goals, please. But, yeah. Um, yeah, going back to the game though. I mean, one player in particular I want to mention is an Anthony Langer. Yeah, seems to just almost come out of nowhere last few games, and since probably since start of January, start against the team and then scored a couple of goals. Yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on him? Do you feel like he's got that potential to reach the top or is it just step by step step by step i think i mean it's step by step but uh um i was reading some quotes um he was he wanted to go out on loan in jan and then Ragnick saw him and he said no yeah, i want you to stay and um the, the manager backing is crucial and you know he's giving him games he's he's starting um honestly i think he should be ahead of rashford there's no question at at the moment and sancho um, I mean, Sancho starts, and Sancho's been good, but um, and I'm, it's more to say about Rashford's um form, which is completely non-existent at the moment. Um, he had a pretty poor game again against Atletico. Elanga came on. Uh, yeah, I mean, what a moment for him to score, you know, every leg at uh against Atletico, not around 16, and especially since he missed that penalty at the yeah. start of the month. Um, what a turnaround. Oh, it shows yeah. great character from a young player to, to do it that. It does, it does, yeah. And well, well taken goal as well. Yano Black, you know, um, one of the best keepers. Yeah. yeah. World class keeper. Um, but aside from that goal, uh, it is pretty miserable performance. Everyone had Bruno had a bad game. Uh, Lindelof had right back. Uh, was uh, once you once you went went to goal down, I don't think Lindelof's going to give you as much going forward. Uh, but he was still one of the better defenders, which goes to show uh, uh, they were really, really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Nelson, but, do you feel like United have what it takes to get through? Yeah, I think now I think now it's a big result. And I think, yeah, just to link back to the away goals, I think that had that been last season or two years ago, you're saying that's a tremendous result for Man United. Yeah. I think from Atletico's point, they're still in the tie. But I think now United are going back to Old Trafford. Um, yeah, I think they've got enough to get through because Atletico haven't been brilliant this season. I know they're Spanish, reigning Spanish champions, but they, they've, they've looked off it for quite a while. So I think, yeah, Man United have got more than enough to go through now. Yeah, it should be interesting. Um, I, mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one thing to add, uh, Ronaldo took a free kick and skied it uh, in the 80th minute or so. It is, uh, it is the most uh, like a set of circumstances everyone could see coming. Ronaldo um, is going to blast the free kick over. We all know it's a bad record, but... Um, Surely someone takes it off him when you need a goal to stay in the tie. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Last few years, free kicks, he hasn't, hasn't been the same. Yeah. He's at United in his first few seasons of Real Madrid. He's unreal. But I think, I think he will carry, I, I think he'll score in the, the second leg. Do you reckon? I, I, I mean, Simeone, it's, it's, it's inevitable. I mean, yeah, it's, been it's, Ronaldo, a, Ronaldo, it's at home. Yeah. It's, it, the tie, the occasion calls for it. Yeah. I think he will deliver. And it's been Ronaldo FC in the Champions League at the moment. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. guys go, what, six He always goals? delivers in the Champions League. Yeah, I think he's just, he's inevitable. And even though he hasn't been performed that well this season, he's still Ronaldo yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And um, Nelson, do you feel like you're leaving the summer? 
I think there's a chance. I think unless Man United make the Champions League, I think there is a chance he could move on because I think he's at times I think he seemed a bit disillusioned like he was with Juventus last season. So I think it's imperative United to get in the Champions League to keep him at keep him at the club. Um, but if he's on a massive contract, I'm not sure. Did Man United sign him on a two two three year deal in, in the summer? It's a two year two year deal. It's so yeah. yeah. Now I think I think he'll stay, but I think it's it's vital they stay in the Champions League to do that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's key. Um, yeah, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back to the rest of the Champions League results. Um, next players all night by um, Trippy Red. Hello and welcome back to a view from the terraces. We carry on with looking at Champions League. Um, Chelsea to Lyon nil was another result this week. Rahul, do you watch? You watch the game? No, yeah. I didn't watch this though. Um, do you reckon they pretty comfortable? And do you feel like that's Chelsea one step in the next round? Yeah, I think uh, pretty pretty comfortable. Uh, it looks like a pretty comfortable win for them. And um, even though they have to go away now, two goal lead. Um and they are much much better than um than Lille on paper and I think Reese James will be back probably for the next mm. leg. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think he'll be back. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting to see Lukaku didn't start. Howard started up front. Didn't even get on. Yeah, and Howard scored. Um, I think first ten minutes he had two good chances and then he scored. Um, yeah, Chelsea look. Yeah, you know, defending yeah. champions and they look like um they'll be one of at least you know. Three English sides going forward. It is City, Liverpool, and uh, Chelsea. Yeah, Nelson. Rahul just mentioned Lukaku. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on the whole situation at the moment? Do you feel like there's a way back for him at Chelsea, or do you think he has to move on to get yeah to get back to his form? Yeah, I think it's an incredibly strange situation given they spent ninety-seven point five million pounds on him in the summer, and everyone thought he could be the missing piece in the jigsaw for Chelsea, even as European champions. I mean, I thought prior to the season. Chelsea were favourites to win the title. And he, and he started well. And, and he's had his moments and he, he scored goals. But he's been so in and out of the team. I think he scored in the Club World Cup semi-final. Mm. And then I don't think he had his best game in the final. And then, and then suddenly, yeah, now, now he didn't even come on against Lille. So it's very, very strange. And Chelsea won the Champions League last season on the back of not really playing with a, a main number nine. Um, and they looked much more comfortable against Lille with, with Havertz in, in that position. I think he... I think, he can definitely get back in there. He's a world-class striker, but it's very, very strange how he's been so so hit and miss. And unless he can fight his way back, I think there's a good chance he, he might be on his way again in the summer. Yeah, do you feel that's part of the reason for this, like is the style of football in that if Havertz is playing number nine, that's a completely different player to yeah. Lukaku. Yet, I feel like the athleticism, the movement of the front three, at times does Lukaku not suit that. I think at Inter, he was transformed by Conte because I think a lot of people said he lost his way towards the end of his time at Manchester United. And the last two years at Inter Milan, he was, he was sensational. Uh, well, I, at least I thought. So, and, it, and he's physically wise. He's, you know, he's, he's a machine at times. You know, he's, he's lean, he, he's strong. So it's strange why he's not really um, integrating himself that well into the front three. I mean, I think he's played so well in a partnership with Lautaro Martinez the last couple of years. So I think perhaps he suits that partnership. and. Mm. Given Chelsea don't play with two strikers up front, maybe that's working against him. But it is strange because I thought his hold-up play had improved a lot, but it seems he's not quite fitting in into that front three at the moment. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. Um, looking at Benfica 2, Ajax 2. Sebastian Haller scoring his 11th goal in the competition this year. Ruhal, why, why do you feel like he, he couldn't do it in the Prem, yet now he's in 
playing for Ajax. And I know the Dutch league isn't as good as the Prem, but he's still scoring 11 goals in the biggest European club competition. Arguably the biggest world club competition. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember if he played consistently at West Ham, you know, um, whether he was given a long enough run. Uh, but I don't know. Sometimes, you know, players are hit and miss. Uh, although, you know, usually they say Dutch players come to the Premier League and do, do badly. It's sort of uh, reverse. Although, you know, he did well in Germany and then uh, went to West Ham. I don't, I don't think he's got 14 goals. Probably not given a long enough run. I'm not too sure, to be honest. Yeah, it's an interesting one. What's your thoughts, Nelson? Yeah, I don't think he was given enough time at West Ham, to be honest. I mean, I, he seemed I lazy, he came... though. He seemed like he didn't want to be there. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I remember seeing some games and you, you did question his enthusiasm and his, his willingness to work for the team. And I think Antonio does that a lot better, certainly in the way Moyes likes to play at West Ham. But I think he's a very sort of mercurial talent, really. He's capable of sort of the spectacular in, in many ways. And I think... Um, Ajax plays such a technical style of football they, they like to bring that sort of technical quality out of players and I don't think West Ham got to see that enough mm. under David Moyes but I don't think that's that's not necessarily worked against West Ham but Ajax are reaping full rewards at the moment. Yeah because he's a completely different player to Antonio who will exactly. run and run batter defences Exactly Whereas Hallard I felt I don't know yeah. had less that running less that athleticism Yeah exactly he's more, more of a target man but I think Surprisingly, he's very good with his feet and, and finding space and, and finishing it. Wow, 11 goals in the Champions League is my team. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as we mentioned earlier, midweek Premier League games just happened. Um, we mentioned, talked about Liverpool, but in the same game, got Leeds, who recently just seemed to be faltering um, and conceding six goals against, I know it was against Liverpool, but six goals, I mean, you have much hope of getting anywhere in the league, even staying up, really. Cause they, are, they are in a, a relegation fight now. Um, oh, what, what's, what, what do you think has changed? Because last year, everyone's raving about Bielsa. Yep. Bielsa ball, he's incredible. This year, they just... Yesterday, they're Bamford. But what, what, what's, the, what's been the main problem, do you feel? I mean, they have, they've missed a lot of key players uh, at various times this season. Uh, um, especially at the back. Robin Cox missing, Lorente is missing, Cooper's didn't play. So now they have to play Ailing in the, in the center. Dallas is at right. Uh, obviously, you know Bamford has been out for a while. Um, I, I do not think Daniel James is particularly, you know, a Premier League level center forward. Um, but yeah, it's they're also you know if you look at the squad. Bielsa likes to play with. He likes a small squad and likes to fill you know the bench with a lot of young players. Uh, which works well if, you know, you have at least have five, six pros on the bench and then three youngsters. But I think for most of the season, it's been maybe seven youngsters on the bench. If you look at this team, they're all, they're all youngsters aside from Tyler Roberts. Um, it's, if you're looking at the bench... The and team, he's not old either. Yeah, and he's, I think, 23, I think. Um, not, it, it does look that, you know, Bielsa's time is coming to an end. Like soon. You know, soon I think, you'll be gone. I end of this, no, I don't think they'll sack him mainly because who do you replace? Um, the squad is, has been coached to play the Bielsa way. Um, I think if we go down, it's a bit of it. It would be quite a tragic end to you know his time, but uh, I I think who do you bring in to make change now? You probably just plus Bielsa, but you know he does only sign one year contracts. I do not think he will sign another one. Uh, it's probably time for him to move on and. You know, someone else come in, 
maybe go about things a bit different but you know if they go down then uh it's a big rebuilding task you know if yeah. they go down it's tough to see uh, even with parachute payments it's tough to see how they come back up immediately because we can't play uh in the championship under a different manager with this tennis squad it's bhs has got so much out of them and key players will go rafinha will go for sure uh yeah looking a big challenge for them yeah definitely um do you almost feel like there's an element of naivety from Bielsa Nelson in terms of his style of football that he doesn't change? Mm-hmm. He keeps on going after teams. When it yep. works, they can batter teams. When it doesn't work, they can get absolutely slaughtered by some teams. Yep. But there's an element of naivety in the way he doesn't adapt. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's certainly very dangerous the way they play. If they're not getting the balance right in their team, I think Leeds very much like, even obviously my, my, my team's point of Liverpool, I think all the cogs have to be in the right place for the team to, to work to to its best. And uh, with, with their injuries and certain other troubles, they've not been able to do that. But when the, when the balance is off and, you know, they've conceded 56 goals, the most in the Premier League now, um, you know, the balance is, is, is clearly lacking. And I think he, he's got to shore them up somehow, but he only knows one way to, to be else away. And that can be dangerous. So, yeah, it's strange. They, they need to stop conceding goals, they need to stop shipping goals. But... Yeah, he also only knows one way, so I, I can't see him changing, to be honest. And, and that, that's worked. He's, he's got leads into the, the Premier League by, mm. by playing that way. But, but their team's good enough. The team's good enough to be battling mid table. Yeah. Uh, I think even last year, the team was good enough to be mid table. Oh, exactly. Praising, praising, praising for him keeping a team in the league. But as soon as they got into the Prem, I was like, in that first season, they, they should have been where they were, realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think he. He got more out of the squad than a lot of people were expecting last season. Mm. But they've missed Bam- Bamford big time. I think he, he's vital to the way Leeds play as well. So the balance at both ends of the field has not been working for quite a while now. And, and, that, and that's worrying because, yeah, they're loitering just outside the relegation zone and the likes of Everton, Newcastle, Burnley have all got games in hand. So it's worrying times for Leeds fans. And, yeah, I mean, Burnley seems to be charging a bit. And we move on to the game involving Burnley in midweek. Burnley won, Spurs nil. I mean, after we mentioned Burnley first, and then we're going to Spurs and Conte. But I mean, last week a massive win against Brighton, three 0 away, took me by surprise. I was shocked. Shot even one, like oh gosh, I mean, out of the game, and I saw three 0 I thought that's crazy. And then they backed that up with a one 0 win against Spurs midweek. Who did? Were you before these last two games? I struggling to see a way for Burnley to get out of the bottom three. Yeah, I mean, uh, last Friday, I said... Burnley yeah, we chatted about it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah uh, and then I had to you know, hold my hand up. And I saw the two results. I kept I keep thinking about what I said last Friday about Burnley going down, and then this is what they do, right? Uh, Sean Dyche keeps them up season and season again. Uh, and, you know, right now, you know, they have two games in hand over Leeds. Uh, and even Brentford. Uh, three games in hand over Brentford. Um, and Vegas has been what a signing for them. They're always defensively solid now, but uh, you know, they have the ability to scrap these kind of results. Um, um, I think it was a windy night as well in um the home game as well. Yeah, mm. this kind of conditions Burnley ball. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I I'm with you. With I thought they were down. I just out of those teams down there, I struggled to see how they'd find a way out. Yeah, and then when Newcastle was starting to charge, I was like, yeah, no chance. Yeah. Those last two results, it's shown just some Sean Dyson's time up with Bernie that he 
constantly keeps him up. I mean, not saying that he's going to keep him up this year, but he constantly, the team doesn't give up. they got Warriors and they're fighters. Not necessarily pretty nice players. It's they fight and they show fight. And they've got leaders in the squad. Yeah, I guess Nelson, you'd agree that when you're down there, fight is one of the most important things that you need. Absolutely, absolutely. You need character, you need spirit, you need players who are willing to put their body on the line at uh, both ends of the field. And I think Burnley have, Burnley have got that in their locker. Um, they, can, they can certainly do that. You know, they've got, they've got fighters, they've got the likes of Ben Mee, I think is an excellent captain, an excellent leader at the back. So players like him can, can really try and steer them through. Now, like, like Rahul mentioned, I think the signing of Veghorst to, to replace Chris Wood, who obviously went to another relegation, Breton rival, Newcastle. I think he's been an excellent signing. And um, yeah, they're getting it right at both ends of the field now. You know, two consecutive wins, four goals, no goals conceded. So there's, there's life in Burnley, yeah. Yeah, I guess the other team they played and Spurs, and talk from Conte after the game, saying if the coach is a problem, I'm ready to go. Then it's come out today saying he's not going to leave. But yeah, do you feel like it's, I don't know, do you reckon you'll last long, Rahul? Um, I think if, if anything, he'd, He'd walk first, though. Considering yeah, you won't get sacked. I yeah. mean, because they there have been some improvements there, but it, it it just feels like the the team as a whole just isn't there. No, they can't, and especially after sacking Nuno midseason, not even mid uh, after like ten games, uh, they are not in a position to make another change. Um, their only option is you know go with Conte, and you know in the summer he's going to want his own players, uh, more of his own players. Um, they'll have to back him, and yeah go from there and yeah yeah i mean i don't know do you read too much into the tough game burnley away with the conditions as well and it does on stats it doesn't look like they were dominated this seems um i think it was a set piece uh when we scored well, I mean, that sounds like burnley yeah um uh although well, yeah it's a pretty spurs week to you know be city unexpected then lose to burnley also unexpected <laughs> yeah yeah Nelson, do you feel like he can turn it around, Conte? Yeah, I think he can, but he needs backing. And uh, Daniel Levy's been very sort of reluctant to do that, I think, o- over the last few years. I think Pochettino, for example, going back quite a few years now, but I think when they reached the Champions League final, he got the absolute most out of that squad. And he needed backing. He needed to change it up. And for the last three, four years, I don't think the, the evolution in the team hasn't happened. Enough players haven't come in. They've not freshened the squad enough. There are a lot of players there who've been there for a number of years now. And uh, he, he needs backing. He's a, he's a top coach. And I think if you give him the backing, um, Spurs will only go in one direction. Um, and that, that, that's forwards. But if he doesn't get that backing, I think, yeah, he, he's likely to walk at some point. Yeah. Again, crossing the other side, North London, looking at Arsenal. Bit, bit of dra- late drama yesterday in their game against Wolves. Um, I mean, that is a, a massive result. Yeah, it's in, an huge in a result. top four race. Um, it's looking quite tight there. And I mean, Wolves. Wolves are still, still in the race, mm-hmm. um, but that, that, if they'd won yesterday, they'd have been above Arsenal. Um, Rahul, I guess you're going to have some bias here, but who are you backing? I mean, are you all assuming that the top three will be in there? Yeah. Or do you think Chelsea? No, nah, Chelsea not slipping. They're sort of in their yeah. own. They're sort of in their own. They're in their own, in their own league. Though. Yeah, um, although that would help them for Champions League. You know, if they are sort of, uh, they have a game in hand with like, if they have seven point lead over United Arsenal, um, I think they're pretty safe. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, if we're saying that top three are saying the same. Yeah. Who are we looking at the fourth team? Uh, I mean, there's two answers. One's the biased answer, and one's the 
the more realistic. Although even what's the realistic answer then? Um, I mean, I'm just looking at the table now, and you know that's a massive result for Arsenal. There's one point behind United with two games in hand. I'm yeah, not, I'm not sure who those games in hand are. I feel like games in hand though. Until you got the results, it, it, they mean nothing. Yeah, and I also like, think it's yeah, it still gives you a chance to catch up. But I mean, especially looking down the bottom, people saying, "Oh, Burnley got three games in hand," but it's Burnley in the relegation zone, not going to win all three realistically. Yeah, exactly. Not take them for granted. Yeah, I think it's agreed. Yeah. Although, if you're a top yeah. team, if you're a top of the league and you got games in hand, then you'd be more likely thinking, "Okay, they should win those games." Hmm. Obviously, the lower, lower you go down the league, more it's like they might not win those games. Yeah, um, and I think like one of those games in hand is Chelsea. So yeah, um, it's and it's tough to call. Um, I think United, they do Arsenal have the advantage of no European football. Um, although you know, I think I think United will squeeze through, but it's very tough to go about this objectively. Let's yeah, say yeah. Be. yeah I, I agree. I think it's between Man United and Arsenal. I don't think West Ham have got the depth now and um, to, to to last the race. And I think that's a it's a big defeat for Wolves yesterday. I think had they won, they'd be they'd be right in there. Um, I think yeah, I think Arsenal can definitely get in there. But I just think Manchester United they've got more got more experience, more more quality in that squad. Um, not necessarily as much cohesion and togetherness in the squad, but that they've got the they've got the players in there. I think like Rahul said to to squeeze in there. So I I'd say I'd um, I'd fancy Man United to just Nick that fourth spot early in the season. Just to add, those away, those those um two games in hand are away games to Chelsea and Spurs. So oh, so big games. Uh, yeah, if they win those, then I think it's um you're back. I think can, you're back Arsenal. Can Spurs find a way back, or do you not think they have enough? I think they're too inconsistent. I think it was an enormous result. You know, winning at the Etihad on the last minute, two goals from Kane. Yeah, fantastic. But I think they've been far too inconsistent to get up there. And a good few weeks ago, I would have said. I would have said they'd be right in there, but I'm just looking at the form. Um, they've lost four of the last five Premier League yeah. games. That's you know, not going to get you up, up to They're the not going to get in the top four with mm, that, that no. kind of form. Yeah, I guess Wolves and West Ham, we'd all assume that they'd drop off a bit. Um, yeah, so I think I agree between Arsenal and United. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. A quick break with Social Animals by Adults before finishing with uh, a little preview for the weekend with a certain... League Cup game. Welcome back to a view from the terraces. Uh, we're going to look ahead now to the League Cup final, which is happening this Sunday. Um, Chelsea v Liverpool. We got a Liverpool fan here who we just chatting off here, chatting off here. Then it's clearly not from Liverpool, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has that connection to the club when they when they're doing well. Um, but... <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've been with. Through Liverpool, through the years, and yeah, through the years, ups and downs. Through the years say, of but... being what the lowest and seventh in the league. I mean, to try try support the team in championship is fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, looking ahead to the game, what's your thoughts? Are you excited? Oh yeah, Nervous? definitely, definitely excited. What? I think it's going to be a, a very very interesting game between two teams. Um, well, obviously Chelsea aren't quite in uh, as good as good form as Liverpool, but they had a you know very good victory against Lille in midweek. So I think it's between. Two excellent teams with lots of quality players and two two brilliant German managers, and um, I think it, it could could well go the distance. I think it'll be tight. Yeah. How high did you rate, or how high like with the with the League Cup, the prestige or whatever? Do you feel that urge to win? Yeah, I do. I do because I think when Klopp came in, he reached the League Cup final in his first kind of season, but lost to City on penalties. I think it was twenty fifteen sixteen season, and ever since Klopp hasn't played a particularly strong team in the League Cup but now I think Liverpool have had the depth to go the distance in these competitions despite not playing their, their top team um, and it's a, it's a trophy Liverpool haven't won in a long time 
So I think absolutely Liverpool need to go for it. And um, I think it would be massively valued. I think you can only see City having won the last four, for example. Um, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't disregard it. They wouldn't devalue it. So I think it's a, still a good competition to win. Obviously not the top competition, but a trophy is a trophy and it'll be, it'll be good to get silverware back at Anfield. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so I, I sort of find it's, I always start to get a bit excited about it when it gets to like semi-final, final. I think it's just because there's other trophies which are bigger, a lot of the big teams especially won't necessarily take it as serious and will tend to play their youngsters. Do you feel like Klopp's going to play his strongest team? No, I don't think he will play his strongest team, actually. I think he's he's already said, I think Kelleher, for example, the second-choice mm. goalkeeper, is going to start. Although I don't have any qualms about him because... He's he's proven himself in in big games before. Yeah, I mean, he, he took out he took out um out should have should have read card against Cardiff, but we'll we'll know that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it was a ropey moment that. Um, but he he was vital. I think he saved two penalties against Leicester in, in the quarterfinals of the competition. He had a had a great um second leg against Arsenal, I believe, in the uh, in the semi final. So yeah, I, I'm not too worried. But I think Liverpool will play their most mostly their strongest team. But I think yeah, again, it's it's doubtful whether Josh and Firmino might be fit to fit to play. Um, if one of them is fit, I imagine they'll they'll start. But yeah, Klopp will go as as strong. Um, will go pretty strong. But I think yeah, Kelleher in goal and perhaps Canate in centre back. Aside from that, I think it'll be first choice Liverpool. Yeah, Rahul, how do you see the game going, Rahul? I think um, I mean, Tuchel is um Chelsea and Tuchel are you know quite proficient in knockout games compared to Klopp. So I think it's been interesting to see how you know Klopp counters um, um uh, counters him, but. I don't think Liverpool can turn their backs on the domestic cup. I'm just looking through the record. They haven't won um, a lot of, you know, either FA Cup or League Cup. Um, maybe sadly for, I mean, more, a painful memory for you, but I just saw the last time they won the FA Cup was beating Cardiff in the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Penalties, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, we put a good shift in that game. Um, <laughs> Anthony Gerrard, Stephen Gerrard's cousin, decided to put the ball wide. Yeah, but anyway, move on for that one. I mean, I'm 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 pretty happy with getting to the league at final. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Liverpool were lucky that day actually to to sneak through and win it. Yeah, was it Kenny Dalglish manager? Yeah, Kenny Dalglish. That's a long, long time. Long, long May twelve. Yeah, Ruhu, what's your thoughts on uh, league cup? Do you what do you like? Do you always think oh United do well in it, or you kind of if United get knocked out, whenever? I mean, uh, it's come to a point when I'll take any any cup to <laughs> celebrate, but uh, <laughs> yeah, friendly cup, no? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, it's. I think it's um, you could do away do away with it because it's there's too many games that footballers are playing just in general, uh, and it seems like it's a cup you could do away with, and then maybe managers could give their their FA Cup more, uh, you know, more importance if that's the only cup they have to play rather than. You know, when you have these two, you could, you know, either you can choose what side you play and then sort of devalues the FA Cup. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, but now that it's there, I think, you know, clubs should give, uh, at the end of the day, it, it is a cup. Uh, and, you know, you celebrate it, fans are happy. Um, what's, you know, I don't think you can turn your backs against that. So, yeah, yeah I think it, as soon as you get to the final, is it, the, the incentive's there. You're in the final. You want to win. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just feel like there's less focus on it as the rounds go on because midweek, you may... I mean, midweek football, everyone everyone loves midweek football, but it's still, you don't have that urge. Whereas, I guess, FA Cup is a weekend. Yeah. You got, I mean, I think the next round's, what, Wednesday, Thursday, something stupid like that, but um, most of the rounds are weekends. So you think, oh, weekend, it's 
stops all league football, so focuses on it. Whereas League Cup, yeah, I just feel with the schedule of the football season getting busier and busier and busier. I mean, I'll ask a question to you, Nelson. Do you feel mm-hmm. like it gets to the point where there will be questions whether this should be the League Cup? Yeah, definitely. I think those questions have already been asked, actually, yeah. to be honest. But from from far as I'm aware, I think the likes of, it's only really France and Portugal among the big kind of European leagues that have this additional cup. I think the Spanish, um, they only have the Copa del Rey, for example. Um, the German Bundesliga only have the DFL Cup. Um, so and, and Italy, they only have their, their domestic tournament as well. So, yeah, I think the time will come where English football maybe has to make a sad decision um, and maybe maybe get rid of the competition. But what, what would the, be the reasons to keep it? I mean, yeah, obviously the EFL. Man City. <laughs> well, the Man EFL City and company. obviously the sponsors that are, that are connected to it. But yeah, I think the time will come where perhaps it, it might yeah. leave English football. But in terms of for us as fans, what would be the reasons that fans want, would still want it? Or are they not? Yeah, I mean, perhaps it gives more of a chance to, to certain teams lower down, lower down the leagues. Perhaps, you know, some championship clubs can get a bit further than expected. I think in, in previous years, for example, I think the likes of Bristol City have got very far. I mean, I Swansea won it in yeah, exactly. I was just 2013 about to say that. or 14. Yeah, Swansea, Swansea got through. So it's a competition other teams can, Bradford. can fancy. Bradford. Well, Swansea yeah. Bradford in the final. Yeah, exactly. The likes of Aston Villa, you know, they've reached the, the final in, in recent seasons. So I think it gives perhaps, yeah, more lower down Premier League clubs a, a chance of, and for, certainly if the top Premier League teams don't take it seriously. So, yeah, I think it gives those teams more of a chance. But, yeah, from the fans' point of view, I don't yeah. think they would regret it too much. Yeah, so I get your point there, but at the same time thinking, well, if, the high, if the top teams aren't taking it seriously, then what is the point, really? Gives those lower teams a chance to get to a final or a trophy. But at the end of the day, trophies should be one of the best teams. Yeah, that's a good point. In, that's, that's, um, and that, I mean, that's why we, that's, that obviously would be a reason for us less of reason to watch football. The reason we watch football is because it's so unpredictable, which is class. But at the same time, I feel like, like I mentioned, the schedule's getting busier and busier and busier. But a World Cup mid-season next year, which is ridiculous, mm. and ends the League Cup as well. I just feel like it's almost something that could be taken out of the yeah. schedule. And I think um, it probably will, to be perfectly honest. Do you think it will? Few years. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. I think they're already, you know, even just from the FA Cup, for example, they're scrapping certain second legs or replays so yeah i think the time will come where the league cup does en- exit english football I, th- I think one thing the league cup did well in recent years was scrap extra time and replays as well right so now it's just um go straight to penalties after exactly. 90 does it now 90 minutes I, I, i'm pretty sure that's how it i is. know they haven't got replays but yeah uh because you know i'm looking at um liverpool be leicester in the quarterfinals i do not think it went right so yeah, yeah. uh that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Finished at 90 minutes and went straight to penalties. But also, um, I don't, I still don't understand why there needs to be two legs of a semi-final just played. Um, you don't really need to do home and away. Uh, it's, it's one extra unnecessary game uh, between, between two teams that you know we already see play in the league so many times. Like, What's the point? It doesn't um, happen in the FA Cup either. Yeah. They yeah. play their semi-finals straight at Wembley and it's just a shootout. Yeah, because I feel like if, you, if your team's involved, you'd watch the semi-final final. If not, yeah. It's not really that much of a nerve to watch it, whereas the FA Cup, it feels different. The FA Cup, which I, I still feel like the prestige has, caught, has slightly gone over the years because of, yeah, I don't know, it's feel like less compared to, say, 10, 15 years ago when I started watching football. There's a lot more about the FA Cup. FA Finals, massive. Yeah. And now it still is big, but I feel like part of the reason would be 
I mean, winning it only gets you your bleed. Whereas if you finish in the top four, you get Champions League. Mm. So if you're waiting, I was speaking to a mate who's a Chelsea fan, he said he preferred to get in the top four than the, win the FA Cup, which when you think about it, it sounds crazy. But then he's thinking about the next few years. Um, so much more, much more money involved than just reaching the Champions yeah. League, for example. Whereas Lico, I wouldn't say that there's much of a prestige there. I feel like, like you mentioned, there's only fans in Portugal who've got it. Yeah, I think in Portugal and France are the only top kind of European nations that I think I, where they play an extra yeah. kind of domestic tournament. But I, actually, you know, I was I just did some reading up and they cancelled the, the second cup in France so in 2020 due oh. to fixture congestion. I see. So why, what's stopping uh, England aside from tradition? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, anyway, um, predictions. Nelson. Yeah, I fancy Liverpool. I think it'll be I think it'll be tight, but I fancy them to get through and quite possibly an extra time. I think Mr. Mo Salah yeah. might have the final word against Score? the former club. I think two one Liverpool, extra time. Um Rahul? I think um I'm good two one well two one as well, but I think Chelsea. Ooh. Yeah, I think it'll certainly certainly be tight and could could well go to penalties. Yeah. I'm gonna go two one Chelsea as well. <laughs> um yeah, there's one other game from this past week that I want to mention. Going back to Europe, but Europa League, um, Rangers. I mean, yeah, crazy game. 6-4 in aggregate after a 2-0 draw at home to Dortmund after beating them 4-2 away. It's, I mean, historic victory. Um, yeah, it's monumental. Coming up against some top, top players. Um, and yeah, Dortmund second in the Bundesliga. The German league is a, is a top league. I know Dortmund aren't necessarily what they were, but you know, you still look at some of the players they've got in that squad, and admittedly, they w- they have been missing Haaland over two legs, and that could well have swung it in Dortmund's favour. But yeah, it's a- absolutely enormous from Rangers, and given you know Gerard left mid midway through the season, I think for Van Bronckhorst to come in and, and galvanise them and to win this over two legs is astonishing, really. Yeah, your thoughts, Rahul? Um, yeah, I have nothing much to add. I I thought yesterday at um, I mean, the aggregate is five four. I thought oh maybe maybe Dortmund have a chance, but then Davinia scored again and. Uh, yeah, I think a 6-4 with half an hour to go. And yeah, no Haaland as well. Uh, it's a yeah, massive result for Rangers. And um, quite interesting. I think the, the draw that was earlier today against uh, Red Star from you know, um, Belgrade in uh, Serbia. It's not the toughest of draws. It's when you look at the rest of the, the teams. Um, I think they've done well to avoid Leverkusen, Monaco, even West Ham. Um, they could... They could go make it to, you know, the quarters and then from there, uh, there's potential, you know, for them to make a deep run. Yeah. Yeah, do you reckon, do you think there's still potential maybe go long, go the whole way? Um, I think Barca, done, Barca did really well yesterday to, to be Napoli 4-2. Uh, clearly, they have sorted enough of the situation, you know, to be a force in the Europa League. So I think, you know, Barca have a strong chance. Sevilla, of course, are always good in this... Uh, uh, in the Europa League, so I think these two, and Le- even Leipzig, Leipzig possibly Leipzig, the whoever beats um between Atlanta and Leverkusen as well, um probably those four, and then some good sides here, West Porto, Leon, yeah, West Ham as well. Although you know, Sevilla, tough game, very yeah. tough game. Yeah, to finish off with, um, looking at the championship briefly. So Alexander Mitrovic broke the scoring record. And then the 14 games left for them to play. 
Um, I guess crazy. He's got 33 goals and he's played 30 games. I mean, the club's, on, the club's only played 32. I think it's ridiculous, isn't it, Nelson? Absolutely. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal from him. I mean, I know he's got a lot of pedigree in the championship. He has yeah. been prolific over the years and he's got a lot of experience there. But yeah, 32 games played. And like you say, he's only played, he's played 30 of those. 14 games to go. I mean, surely he must be looking at 40-plus goals now. That must be his I mean, target. You wouldn't put it past him. And yeah, I guess it's just can, can he do it in the Premier League? Can Fulham do it in the Premier League? Yeah. Can they yeah. get can they get out of this mini yo-yo with uh, Norwich, just constantly going back and forth? Exactly. Um, I don't think he's got enough support around him in 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 the Premier League. I don't think I think Fulham and Norwich, for example, they've struggled to replicate that style in the Premier League, and that's that's been key to their sort of yo-yo existence. I think it can be tough. Years. Those teams who score a lot in the Championship struggle there in the Prem. Exactly. Um, it's those who grind out results can sometimes do a bit better in, in the Premier exactly. League. You only have to look Sheffield at Burnley, United, like, you know, to, to, Burnley, to see yeah. that. I mean, they just yeah. Definition of Brexit. Um, I, think, I think we should just quickly mention our Sheffield United's win against Blackburn. Yeah. Uh, I think Huge. that's massive for their playoff fans. Ten men as well. Exactly. Yeah. Now in the playoff, final playoff place now, Sheffield United. Still, still looking tight around that playoff spot. Yeah, but I uh, think to win with 10 men in the 92nd minute against you know fellow playoff rivals is massive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll ignore the Huddersfield v Cardiff game. <laughs> we can, no off. problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I was there in the rain. Depressing. Um, anyway, we'll leave it there for this week. Um, yeah, cheers lads for coming on. Um, I you. Hope you enjoy the game on Sunday, Nelson. Well, do. Fingers crossed. Uh, come on, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, anyway. No, no, we'll, we'll see. It'll be tight, but yeah. I'm confident that we can do it. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. Anyway, have a good one and see you next week.